This is 3 News Daily. Hello everyone, welcome back to 3 News Daily on this Tuesday, December 12th. I'm Stephanie Haney. Thank you for being with us here in Northeast Ohio. We start today in Summit County, where the sheriff's office says an arrest has been made in a road rage case from last summer. 23-year-old Marquise Banks was shot and killed while driving south on I-77 in Green back on August 3rd. Now, detectives have arrested 18-year-old Cervante Suggs of Akron. He's facing several charges, including aggravated murder. The sheriff's office says they believe an ongoing dispute between Banks and Suggs led up to the shooting. Now, death row inmate Ashford Thompson is asking the court to remove the death penalty from his conviction. Thompson is convicted of shooting and killing Twinsburg police officer Josh McTerian back in 2008. Thompson says he suffered from a delusional disorder at the time of the shooting. Attorneys on both sides are discussing a way to evaluate Thompson, and court records show that if the death penalty is dropped, Thompson would serve life in prison. Now to Richmond Heights, where a suspected murderer is, has surrendered himself to police last night. Police say Raymond Melton was immediately transported to the Cuyahoga County Jail, where he'll stay until his arraignment. Melton is accused of shooting and killing 26-year-old Joseph Grath on November 4th at a family gathering. Three others were injured in the shooting. Now in Akron, school districts are facing a new issue, what to do with buildings as enrollment declines. At one point, Akron had over 100,000 students enrolled. Now they're down to 20,000. Last night, parents and teachers gathered at a town hall meeting where they were informed that three school buildings will close down and that other changes are on the horizon. The three schools closing are Firestone Park Elementary, Essex Early Learning Center, and Stewart Early Learning Center. Parents and teachers voiced these concerns at a redistricting meeting last night. I think the elephant in the room is what's going to happen to this building uh, once it is eventually sold. What happens to my property tax, my property value? My property value goes down because no one wants their kid bust across school. Now, on the district's website, there's a comprehensive breakdown of the redistricting proposal. Last night's meeting was the second of three scheduled meetings. Now, in Cuyahoga Falls, police officers there, one police officer is being recognized by the Coast Guard for his heroic actions that saved two people last year. Second-class Petty Officer Nathaniel Howard rescued a husband and wife from the Cuyahoga River last April. Sharon Whipple's kayak had overturned, and she fell into the 44-degree water without a life vest. She'd been crying out for help, locked eyes with Howard, who was on an overlook above the river, and he came racing down the banks, wading into the water, and drug her out. Whether or not he should do something was not even a question in his mind. There wasn't a matter of should I or shouldn't I. There wasn't a matter of can I or can't I. It was this person needs help and I can do that. And there are still people out there who will do what is necessary. There are still people who will help a stranger. Howard also rescued Whipple's husband who had fallen into the water when he was trying to pull her to shore. Thank goodness that he was there at that time. All right, now the eight winners of the Ohio Turnpike's Name a Snowplow contest have been announced. Out of over 3,000 names submitted, one plow at each Ohio Turnpike maintenance building will be referred to by one of the winning names. So without further ado, here are four of the new plow names that we'll be seeing in Northeast Ohio. Don't flurry, be happy. We're off to see the blizzard. Who let the plows out? And scoop. There it is. You can see the other four winners, which I highly recommend you do, on our website on WKYC.com. 
And now it's time for our question of the day. With so many people traveling by plane over the holidays, we want to know what's the one thing you have to have with you on your flight to be comfortable. Post your comment to the WKYC Facebook page. We'll talk about that during 3 News at 4 and 3 News at 5. And we end on this. The Chips and Science Act is a federal initiative to increase the manufacturing of computer chips in the U.S. And with tech giant Intel building plants in Ohio, our region could be a leader in this field. So a Northeast Ohio school is seizing this opportunity. Kaitor K shows us how they're getting students ready for these jobs in today's Mission Possible report. This is not your typical high school classroom. Midview High School is the very first in Ohio to have its own clean room, a place where students learn about microelectronics relating to those chips and sensors found in cell phones, cars, and other smart products. The official term is microelectromechanical system, or MEMS. No matter what you call it, this is a career track in great demand. Everything you see in here is used in industry by most companies. So students will be able to have experience uh, with those toolings and then they go right in industry and it'll be seamless. Midview's MEMS pathway is a partnership with Intel in Lorain County Community College. It took three years of hard work to get here. First, the school's former wood shop was transformed into the clean room we see today. Teacher Kevin Gardella also needed proper accreditation while MEMS coursework was developed. Our students here that are sophomores, juniors, and seniors are working with the same exact curriculum that a college student is. A decade ago, LCCC began their MEMS program after seeing the investment industry made into the field, an investment growing locally since construction began on Intel's $20 billion plant in Licking County. There is an entire um, supply chain that comes to Ohio with Intel, and it means there's going to be even greater demand for graduates of this program. Seven students are in the program now. Gardella is glad they're starting small as they get off the ground. 45 students have expressed interest going forward. I always thought I wanted to go into some kind of electrical engineering field, and I found this class and I, I really, really enjoy it. And just being able to get hands-on with this and just do it now made me feel a lot more comfortable really getting into this field. While students get experience, there's more work ahead, including making this a certified clean room. We're gowning up and doing the same procedures as if it was a clean room. And then next year we're going to come in and case it and get the proper ducting and airflow and all that stuff. A unique idea that prepares students for today's jobs right out of high school. They're prepared to walk into Intel and take a job and be prepared to make six figures. Kaitor K, 3 News. Not a bad starting salary. Now, as we mentioned, Midview's clean room took about three years from planning to completion. Donations from Elyria-based Rigid Tools and the Nord Family Foundation helped make the transformation possible. Thanks for being here for today's edition of 3 News Daily. Wherever you're watching or listening, we appreciate you. Have a beautiful Tuesday, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow with more of what matters most to you in Northeast Ohio.